Agot Ner Shabbos, we're about to begin, verses Hashem, Shir number 82, in the Svarim of Zelik Pliskin. We're holding on in the Sefer on self-confidence. And today we're going to talk about how to change your focus. Um, because it's a common tendency for people to focus on what they don't want versus the positive. For example, they say, I don't want to have a low self-image. I don't want to feel bad about myself. And some people have been talking like this for many years. Their kavana is good, but the major mistake is that we're focusing on what we don't want to become, or I don't want to remain happy and unhappy and miserable. And instead, the shifting of it, it may seem like it's mere words, but it isn't. By saying, I want to be happy. I want to have a healthy self-image. I want to have a positive self-image. I want to feel good about myself is a lot more productive than I don't want to feel bad about myself. And again, don't be mistaken in saying, oh, they're just words. These words affect the way your mind works. And when you say, I want to be happy, I want to be besimcha more often, it leads us in a much stronger direction than saying to yourself, I don't want to be unhappy or I don't want to be miserable. You shift that, and you say, I want to be happy, I want to be besimcha. My goal is to continue upgrading my self-confidence. And don't say it's lousy now. Just say, rather, it's a work in progress. I'm going to get there. And that doesn't take a lot of effort. You start with talking to yourself using positive versus negative. And that is a very, very important thing. In the anecdote he brings here, he talks about a wealthy 30-year-old executive that was in therapy for a long time, has very low self-esteem, and it's, it's a big um, you know, common thing that many wealthy people, some of them have healthy self-esteem, but many of them have very low self-esteem. People assume that just because someone is financially successful, even if they're self-made, uh, meaning that it's not like an inheritance. They worked to get to that point, or they were very successful early. Now they're 30 years old, and they're very wealthy. But nevertheless, a lot of them suffer from a low self-esteem that they need to overcome. The anecdote, when we're talking to this person, who's saying basically the common the idea is, and he says it's good news that recent research has showed this in the brain and the biochemistry of how it works, that when you start thinking positive thoughts and you say positive words and you reinforce it again and again, and even if you don't feel it yet and you're just saying the words, but your neural pathways to those thoughts get wider and it makes it easier to think those thoughts again and ultimately to, ha- to feel better. Endorphins produced by these positive thoughts are the healthy chemicals that the brain produces when you feel good because of grateful thoughts and because of kind actions. By the way, that's another byproduct of Akar Satayv. Akar Satayv is one of the basis of being a healthy human being and of being a Yid, Yehudi, Haidah, giving Shvach, thanking Hashem. But the more you grow in gratefulness, the more positive neurotransmitters in the brain pathways in the brain get wider and wider and it's easier to become more besimcha and more besimcha. So by focusing on the joy of being self-confident confident, 
and the potential good you can do in the world with that given gift of self-confidence and appreciating your soul and appreciating your talents and appreciating your contribution in life, your brain begins to appreciate it as well and makes patterns in the brain to get you to that goal. Brings down in Rambam Hilchas Deus that to overcome negative traits and negative patterns, you need to de- de- develop positive traits and patterns by doing the positive actions over and over and over again. That hergel, that habit, becomes part of your nature, becomes part of your brain, becomes part of your thinking, and ultimately becomes part of your feeling. Since and and the same applies. I'll give you an example with let's say someone wants to lose weight. Don't think about how much weight you need to lose. Already visualize now that you or the way you will look or the way you are, basically how you're imagining what it's going to be, you think about that now. I am going to lose all that weight and I'm already there. You know, you're not there yet, but I'm already there. And instead of thinking how much I don't want to be, I don't want to be this heavy, for example. I don't want to be where, I, where, I, where every time I go up the stairs, I'm out of breath. Instead of focusing on that, say, I, I, my goal is I want to be healthy. I want to lose that weight. I want to be able to, um, you know, go up the stairs without losing my breath and, and have more kayak and so on. You switch it to the positive. Don't say what you don't want to be anymore, but make it a habit to think about what I do want to be. And you'll feel better just by that. You'll feel already better. I want to become this. I want to be that. And you feel better already by doing that. Now, the idea of self-esteem, part of it, is to make it unconditional. Now, we want to explain what I mean by unconditional here. The first thing you need to know is that kina, kina, one of the three things that I might see in Esther is the one of the main causes of uh, extreme um, lowness in self-esteem. Because you're, you, if you get your self-esteem by comparing yourself to others, you'll face a lifetime of problems. You may feel superior in some ways. You know, I'm better than him with this, I'm better than this person with that, but you'll always feel inferior, just as often and even more than that. You'll find others who excel better than you in in certain areas in life. Everyone excels beyond other people in certain areas in life. So it's very important to differentiate between conditional self-esteem, which is based on you being more successful than someone else, you being better than someone else, then be un- unconditional self-esteem, which is based on your own solid internal sense of worth. And unfortunately, much of what we are taught about self-esteem is that we need to be above average always, excel always, succeed in order to earn our self-worth. But the problem is, is not everyone can get straight A's in life. There's definitely a, a ups and downs. So it can, you're feeling about your self-esteem cannot be conditional on anything. Now, the question you're going to ask, though, is what do you mean there's accountability? You can't just accept your... If you have bad behaviors that you know you need to correct and you're doing it anyway, what do you mean unconditional? But what I do mean is 
is not that your behavior is un- un- unconditional, but the core of your soul is unconditional. You're the diamond in which may garbage, tons of garbage may be piled on top of it, but the diamond is there. That's unconditional. That's how you build yourself back up. Many bali chuva that, that, that came back from real negative lifestyles, yes, they had to take accountability to change their bad behaviors, but the a big nakuda of it for many was to tap into that point of goodness that is there and that was always there with them. Even when they were doing that negative behavior, which just superimposed on, te- on them, and now they're bringing it out. That's what we mean by unconditional, but certainly not by comparing yourself to other people. There's a ther- therapy called acceptance and commitment therapy. It's called ACT. Uh, we may talk about it in the future shurim, but there's visualizations in regards to this. One of the visualizations they have is called a quicksand visualization, is that when you struggle to get out of quicksand, you sink in deeper. And when you try, same, similarly, when you try to stop and resist your thoughts, that often make thing, makes things worse. So therefore, what you need to ask yourself very often is, don't resist negative thoughts, just turn your thoughts to positive things as best as you can. And also don't resist um, being the best who you can be. And there's a passengers on the bus visualization. There's a video out about that. Basically, imagine you're driving on a bus going towards a goal and there are cranky passengers on the bus. That represents the judgmental and critical thoughts about yourself that's sabotaging your goals of self-acceptance that are telling you in your head you're not likable, you're not good enough, you're stupid, you're fat, you're ugly, whatever it is. And what you need to do with this visualization is you visualize yourself refusing to listen to them. Refuse, no matter how many people say this, criticize you, no matter how many thoughts in your mind saying you're a nobody, you're garbage, you, you, you're who knows what. You visualize yourself, I refuse to listen. I refuse to believe that. And you're fixed on the goal of reaching that area of self-acceptance and self-love that's healthy. And even if your behaviors right now are, are far from ideal, no one has a right to tell you you're a nobody. I'm not a nobody. I'm a somebody that right now is in a turmoil and I'm in a pattern that I'm not really not healthy to be in. But I am a somebody and I'm going to undo that pattern that I shouldn't be in and turn towards going into the right direction. But no one has a right to say you're nobody. Very, very rarely does a Russia do tshuva because he's told you're a Russia and you're nobody. Usually what happens is is that they, they are pointed out that value in them. Sometimes they have to hit rock bottom to, to, hit, to get there. But even as they hit the rock bottom, they realize I, there is something in me that is good, that is not breakable, and I'm going to build myself from that. That's a very, very important point. And another thing is the thought training visualization. A thought train visualization, actually. Picture yourself on a bridge, you're watching a train. Each boxcar on the train has a critical uh, negative thought written on it, 
One car says I'm not likable. Another one says I'm not, uh, I should be smarter. And just watch that train go by. Just let it pass by. You observe objectively in your head as those trains go by. As those thoughts come into your head, those negative thoughts, you just let it go by. So this is really, really uh, touched upon a tipa minayam of what this ACT is about. But it's kedai to look into it, and maybe Metzeshem we will. The idea being, again, you give yourself a fresh start. You don't have to wait for a new year like we said last year. Last last year, I mean. You give yourself a fresh start. And you forgive yourself. And you reflect on the important things in life. Reflect. Why do I ever want to forget your most important lessons? Don't say forgive and forget. You want to not forget your negative patterns of the past, but you reflect on it. You reflect on it is, this is not indicating who I am. This was an issue. It was a symptom. It was a problem. I may still have it, but I'm working towards pulling away from it. So again, unconditional love, when we talk about it over here, does not mean you have no values or that you don't recognize right from wrong. But it's the ability to forgive yourself as you self-correct and be patient about the failings and the slips along this struggle and give yourself encouragement and praise yourself for trying and for getting up again. And you'll learn from failure. The road to success is paved with setbacks and failures. And don't define yourself by your missteps. Instead, be motivated by them. And that is really the main Akuda. So to summarize Bikitzer, what we talked about this year, and I'm going to make one last point, is the importance of changing your focus. Don't say, I don't want to have a low self-image. Don't say, I don't want to feel bad about myself. Say, I want to feel good about myself. Say, I want to be happy and joyous more often. Use the positive expression. It changes the formation of your thoughts and your brains in the biochemistry of your brains, that when you think those positive thoughts, they get wider and they get you motivated. You cargle. You keep on doing it. Instead of thinking about how much, how, how, how much, about, how much about how I don't want to be, you make it a habit of thinking about how much I want to be something positive, something great. And that is a very important point. I'm putting out a video over here, a very short video, but I recommend you listen to it. It's only a minute, a minute and a half. But the concept that he says in this video is so powerful that if you get it into your mind and you start practicing it, it could literally change your life. You'll see in the video, I'm explaining it a little bit, but you really need to see it the way he did it. Very, very well put. He has one paper saying about negative thoughts that you have. The other one is called values. Very often we're so bogged down with our negative emotions that our value system gets clogged by it. It's in the background or we barely see it. It gets buried because of that heavy, anxious emotions that we feel. But if we learn to shift the focus to put our values up front, even if we have anxieties, but we put it more in the background, then you have the ability to overcome, you have the ability to grow, and you have the ability at that point to dictate your life based on the positive values that you want to instill in yourself. 
and grow from. And so I recommend you listen to this video. It's very important, again, to have the positive focus. I will be a positive person. I do have self-esteem. I have value. I could do tshuva. I will do tshuva. And I'll be happy doing tshuva. If you, you know, in the wrong path, I will be joyous in my doing of tshuva. Don't say, I'm going to, you know, I, I don't want to end up in Gehenim. You say, I'm going to end up in, not only in Gan Eden, I'm going to end up in Gan Eden in this world. I'm going to hit a point where when Yom Kippur comes, Hashem is going to wipe away all my Averis. Every time, and my tshuva will be sincere, and it's like it never existed. You be positive about it. That motivates you to go further. Brachan atzlocha, guten Shabbos.